Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Joining us now on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann is Mr. Graham Taylor. He is the chairperson of the Historical Society of Port Elizabeth. Recently, an apparent increase in vandalism, petty crime around memorials and historical sites around the city, brought into focus very much by the uh, theft of a plaque from the landmark Cenotaph Memorial in Park Drive, just outside St. George's Park. Graham, it's more than just that particular incident, of course. Talk us through the problem, and uh, to start with, good morning and thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you, Darren, and thank you for the opportunity uh, to talk to yourself and your listeners. Um, the essence of the issue is that uh, heritage in general, the heritage artifacts across the city, and it's not just the, the ones around the cenotaph, but even more broadly towards New Brighton, the Mendy Memorial, all these heritage sites um, seem to be targeted for a vandalism, either vandalism or theft. But I think the issue goes way beyond that particular aspect, is that essentially it's about the loss of control um, of public spaces. And as you well know, if you lose control of your public spaces, ultimately a city goes into a sense of decay. Tell us about the security measures that have now been stepped up. You've been in liaison with the Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality, the mayor's office specifically. Do you think that's going to have an impact, the measures that have been suggested? Well, the, in our discussions with the authorities, um, the preferred solution is to put CCTV coverage in place and also to fence these heritage sites. We quite um, ambivalent in respect of both of those. Um, if you are going to be having CCTV, you've got to make sure that they are installed and monitored over time. The objective of having a CCTV system is to be able to monitor crime. And our experience has been that the Metro has spent a considerable amount of money on this equipment over the last decade or more. And ultimately, these systems are not being monitored and they are not being re reacted upon. We've had tremendous support from the private sector, in particularly citywide, and a number of individual municipal officials who've come forward and uh, to try and assist. And it's really about getting boots on, on the ground, and more importantly, people on the ground and taking control of the public spaces of the city and adding value to that. The detraction of, of fencing these heritage sites, um, ultimately, if you fence them off, it becomes less appealing and people are unable to access, access these sites. And access is all about creating a sense of place. And if we carry on the way in which we are, we as citizens of the city are going to be losing control of our public places and ultimately our own safety as well. So holistic approaches are required. Um, and I think if, if fencing is going to be applied to sites, it needs to be all about securing the assets and ensuring public access to those assets and not about who gets the fencing contract. The vandalism and crime associated with memorials and historical sites goes beyond just the metal brick, mortar, metal monuments. It's a sense of heritage that we lose as well, surely. I think this is it. If you go to all the great cities in the world, 
many of them are having problems with, with maple theft, and it's certainly not a uniquely South African situation. But the reaction of those, those authorities is really to take back control of the public spaces and create an, an, an interest amongst the public and an appreciation uh, for those public spaces and the associated heritage. Heritage means very different things to all different people. And it's not about his story or her story. It's not our story within the city. We've recently gone through a name change and the placemaking that's associated with that name change has simply not taken place and seems to be more a poorly disguised effort at um, establishing uh, dominance of one sector over the other. Heritage is an opportunity for placemaking and that placemaking and building a national identity is something that we need to be very proud of. And currently what's happening is that we are destroying these assets. And Darren, I must emphasize, it's not about a few isolated monuments. The fact of the matter that the entire central CBD has tremendous heritage value. And over the last 20 years, we've seen a subtle, constant, and if not deliberate, degradation of the area. There are a lot of very committed people. And uh, I think we must uh, come to the stage where we can actually band together and to reclaim what is rightfully ours as a community. And that's essentially the public places of the city. And overall, it's a collective heritage, surely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, collective heritage is something that's shared. And uh, we're not going to develop a sense of pride in the city if we don't share that outlook on heritage. And it's not about one person's memorial or another. It's, it's about a shared sense of heritage. And what we have in the city is a fantastic background in terms of that. We've got a full suite of heritage um, assets, which we, it would be simply stupid not to be showcasing this to, to international, local, and um, African, uh, you know, continent um, public. And there certainly is a market for that. And what's happening now is we're losing that market. And uh, you mentioned earlier uh, on around fencing. We, we don't want that fencing to detract from that value. And it's really a case of civil society, the governmental authorities, whether it's local governments or the provincial authorities in charge of heritage, to actually stand together and take charge of this. And currently, that is not happening. As a historical society, we've had some feedback from Mandela Bay Development Agency, and they've had made commitments to address the issue. But uh, the municipality is absent, and that absence must be addressed. And, you know, we're not going to stop making that point. Anecdotal evidence would have it that these incidents of vandalism and petty theft and crime have been increasing of late. Is that your impression or your understanding as well, or is it just increased media attention or spotlight on the issue now? Darren, it's not only heritage. It's basically open uh, vandalism on every single piece of metal infrastructure in the city. There's obviously a scrap value to that. And in this case, I think heritage is really the canary in the cage. It's singing out a, a, a warning to the society at large 
that we are systematically dismantling the city. The scrap value, let's say, of a piece of copper wire is 10 rand. To replace that entire piece of copper wire is going to cost you a thousand rand. And we are sitting idly by as a, as a city, folding our hands and not addressing it uh, comprehensively. Uh, certainly with, with the economic downturn and if not crisis that we're sitting in at the moment, um, there's more and more unemployed people on the street. There's more and more people having substance abuse problems. And uh, we need to support those, those people with problems and intensify our, our efforts to uh, stop this uh, wholesale destruction. Once it goes beyond beyond heritage, we're talking about a copper plot um, in one instance. But when you put this all together, it's a significant loss to heritage assets. But when you put it together with the other ones, uh, you know, bottom of Albany Road, traffic lights haven't been working there for months because of cable theft. If you go down to Strand Street, they've replaced traffic lights with four-way stops because they can't keep them from being stolen. You go anywhere around the city and the evidence of copper theft. I mean, Kwana Bushley has been uh, out of power, what's on the load shedding schedule because 66 cables have been stolen. I mean, this is unforgivable. Someone is sitting on their hands and we are not taking a collective united approach to resolving the issue. We are there, are there as a voluntary society, you know, to put out our hands to do what we can. But it takes a collective effort to address this. Major problem with memorials and other heritage sites being vandalised. Once they're lost, it's almost impossible to get them back. And I think we'd all agree it's most important to safeguard monuments and memorial sites for our future generations. Graham Taylor, Chairperson of the Historical Society of Port Elizabeth, thanks for joining us and sharing your thoughts on Behind the Herald headlines today, sir. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Darren. The Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality have announced plans to erect fences, to put up as many as 600 cameras and to increase patrols as part of their commitment to securing memorial sites across the metro to curb wanton vandalism and theft. With this in mind, we reached out to the Safety and Security Member of the Mayoral Committee, Stag Mitchell. He did agree to join us on the podcast today, but at the last moment, unfortunately not available. We hope to catch up with him in the future. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.